Okay, everyone. Last week, the United King Dolls, that is Lawrence, Ahura, Tace, and Vimini, were named the winners in the bottom as Tia Coffee versus Joe Black, and Joe Black went home again. As we said before, it was maybe one of the most intense episodes of Drag Race ever. Fraser, what's going on this week? No, don't, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> Welcome to the Drag Race recap show for Drag Race UK Season 2, Episode 6, titled The Snatch Game. Ah! It's not a Halloween episode. <laughs> Chill out. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our podcast, You're Welcome America, where every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're in fact, we have a new episode coming out this week, don't we, babe? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. We need to do that. Meanwhile, in the Drag Race world, for the next three weeks, you're going to hear our voices as we recap the second season of Drag Race UK. Okay, what happened in this episode? I'm going to give you the overview for the Maxi Challenge. You already know it. The queens must impersonate a celebrity icon and make Rue laugh. That's the most important thing. And on the main stage, the category, for some reason, is prehistoric drag from 1 million years BC. Bimini Bamboulash is named the winner of the challenge, and the judges place Lawrence Cheney and my girl Tia Coffee in the bottom two. And after a lip sync for their lives, Lawrence is told Shantae you stay, and Tia Coffee is asked to sashay away. <laughs> wow, let's look. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But before we do. I feel like I almost made myself cry for real then. Before we do, let's let's get straight into it. The aftermath after Joe's elimination. I actually thought of you when I was watching the episode, I purposefully listened to the music when they walked back into the room and I was like, okay, I can do it. And I was singing along to it and now I don't think I can do it again. I, I don't think I can. Bum ba ba dum ba da bum bum ba dum. No, now I'm doing uh I, I'm doing Aphrodisiac by Brandy. Yeah. Oh, that's like I love You're that song. Aphrodisiac. No, I, I I tried to I was listening to it as well and I was trying to I was trying to get it. I think I've still got the the first bit yeah. down the dum 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 it's that bit that's it's syncopated bit. that's yeah. the hard bit yeah syncopated that's right syncopated <laughs> okay oh just just for the listeners of this episode <laughs> we are stalling already <laughs> no it's, i'm just saying uh, we ben and i are recording this uh together and i am drinking wine and it's got ice cubes in it so if you hear this noise just know I'm taking a sip of some Miraval Rosé made of the tears of Brad and Angelina's divorce. What are you sipping on? Well, I'm... You can hear... Mine's more of like a, a, a chunky clink. And that's because I'm uh, supping a homemade uh, margarita that I've got in a Madonna in chunky glass. Oh, Chunky lovely. glassware. And now that I've bought the... Now that I've bought the glass, I don't need to go to that shithole. <laughs> so I'm pleased about that. Wow, a burn on the Madonna Inn. Mm. Okay. So, okay, we're back in the workroom um, after Joe's elimination and Tia Coffee reads the mirror message and the, the message is, I can't be bothered writing another message. I'm only capable of so many mirror messages. And goodbye. Goodbye again. See you soon. Meet Joe Black. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Meanwhile, meet Joe Black, met, goodbye, gone. 
Tia's wondering if she is the only UK queen ever to win two lip syncs. Um, and she asks if she's a lip sync assassin. And Lawrence says she she will be if she completes the third one. <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, foreshadowing. My God. It's like we knew it was coming, but it was still, still, it still hurt, even though I could see it coming a mile off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, the girls have a, have a chat about Rue, like, Rue's apology that she did after she kind of basically berated them. And um, I think they're, they're kind of, you know, you know, and I was saying to you before that she had that kind of huge meltdown in season seven, I think it was, where she just was like... The Shakespeare thing yeah, you were talking about? Yeah, and she was just like, you're all fucking shit. And she, I don't think she apologized for that at the time. Whereas this this one, she was just like, look, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm hard on you because I believe in you all. Maybe she did say that. That sounds about right, but whatever. Meanwhile, I saw a tweet this week. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of tweets. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so Ginny Lemon obviously didn't come back. And she was given the opportunity to come back, uh, you know, to be to be one of oh, the people, really? like, you know, voted, you know, to be like to come back of, into the competition. Exactly to to be one of those four yep. or three that they could be voted back in. Anyway, Ginny tweeted this week um, something. I'm paraphrasing, but something along the lines of, "Oh, um, uh, all all these drag queens getting berated after months of having no work and having to be indoors and being berated for wearing H and M dress. No thanks, love." Okay. Wow. Fancy a slice of drama. (laughs) Fancy a slice of bitterness. (laughs) A bitter lemon. Bitter lemon. That's our new name from now on, bitter lemon. So... Uh, yeah, so they all really get into it about Rue. They start talking about, you know, steam coming out of her wig. Um... Oh yeah, I like. I did like this. I did like this moment because basically it's just like same old, same old. They start going like, "Hey Tia, you said you were gonna. You said you had all this stuff. Are you gonna bring? Are you gonna bring your A game? Yada yada." And Lawrence interrupts and is like, "All right, let's not just make this all of us bashing Tia like always, sister, sister." <laughs> You got criticized loads. Are you going to get your shit together? And I was like, okay. I was like, thank you. I needed like just someone to like, I just couldn't handle another beginning of the episode where they're all just telling Tia she needs to up her game and her being like, Lawrence, I really like this, this moment as well, where Lawrence said to sister, um, and very, very, if I was about to ask this to sister, I would be like, oh, um, I'm just wondering, and don't take this the wrong way, but do you have a sort of like bigger plan for what you're doing? I mean, don't worry if you don't. I'm just asking. But Lawrence was very like, sister, do you have a game plan for how you're going to work in this competition? It was just very matter of fact. And I really, I really like that. Yeah, I like that. And then there's like a, isn't there another moment where they, it gets really awkward between sister and Ahura and they make, they make another joke about sister stealing Ahura's look. Yeah, but it feels but like they all kind of laugh about it. But at this point, that's that drama's thought. Yeah. I think <laughs> I really, um, appreciate at one point throughout this, Bimini referred to Lawrence as Cheney. Like, all right, Cheney. <laughs> Do you not think like in school, that's a, that's a real UK thing, isn't yeah. it? Like to be referred to by your, your surname in school. Did yeah. you ever have that? I think it's more, that's more of a posh school thing. So my brother went to private school and he got called York the whole time. Did anyone ever call him like Yorkie? Yeah, yes, of all right, course. Yorkie. Of course, of course. Yorkie? Yeah. They were all like, yeah, you. Well, actually, they didn't speak like that. They were all like oh, York, and someone was called Bennett, and there was lots of yeah. Mm. Not like that at my school. We used first names at my school because we were real. 
Mm, like J-Lo on the six. Exactly. I, I've i never had that many nicknames. I remember a couple of times people tried to call me Anderson. Uh, uh, Anderson? It just doesn't quite work. Like, when you have a name like Ben, it's like, there's nothing, there's nowhere you can go. <laughs> it's so short and easy. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. The girls de-drag, don't they? Oh, there was a lovely moment where Ellie was taking off her beak. <laughs> Peeling off that beak. She ripped ripped that beak off her face. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then we get into the episode. Now, as we said before, last week's episode, it was maybe no, it was it wasn't maybe. It was a hundred percent my favourite episode of Drag Race ever. And we've been saying that every week the episodes get better and better. Yeah. This week I would say it's a solid episode, but it's more of a plateau. Well, my, well, just, I just, Snatch Game really makes me uncomfortable. So I, I came into this episode knowing I wasn't going to enjoy it as much as last week. Oh, okay. I get very like sweaty, sweaty feet and sweaty palms during Snatch Game. It's like a combination of fear for them and like fear of what's happening and embarrassment. And it's just, it's, it's awful. <laughs> mm. I'm the opposite of you because I get super excited about Snatch Game. <laughs> So I think I came with very high expectations. Okay, so they're back back in the workroom the next day, and they're kind of they have a bit of a badge chat, a badge catch, a little badge, a little badge catch. (laughs) (laughs) So Lawrence has got three, and then what's so? What's the kind of what are the stats for this at the moment? I can't quite remember off the top of my head, but it's like Lawrence has three. three. Does Bimini have? Bimini has one. Because they're Ahura? basically, yeah, Ahura has one. They're basically, aren't they basically saying yeah. at this point that only um, Tia, only Tia, Ellie, and sister, sister don't have one? Yes, that's right. Because, yeah, Tasha's got one. Yeah, Lawrence has three, and um, Bimini's got one. Yeah, that makes sense. Got it. This is also. I knew. Look, look. <laughs> Lawrence is going to win Drag Race UK season two. Oh. And I think think this was a classic episode of them trying to derail the storyline to put us off the scent, but also to try and give him sort of... Some humility. Yes. Which he has a lot of already, but just to give him like, you know, a a, a push in the dirt so he can get back up and climb to even higher highs. Yeah. He needs to have his Phoenix from the Ashes moment after this. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just my prediction. Oh, yeah. And then Ellie Ellie starts needling Tia a little bit here, doesn't she? And she's just like, oh, you know, you said you were going to step it up last time and you didn't. And then then they get they get saved by Rue's message at this point, don't they? Because that, that's when Tia made me laugh. She's like, she's like, fucking hell, me and Ahura just made up and now you're coming for me. It feels <laughs> the tone in general right now is very, they've all had their beefs and their drama, but everyone's actually having a lovely time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't feel like anything, any words are cutting actually deep anymore. It seems like they're all like... Even if they are annoyed in the moment, they're, like, not annoyed, like, an hour later. Totally. So Rue comes on the screen and says, They say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I say, show me the money, honey. And remember, if you can't be yourself, be somebody else. So, of course, (laughs) they all know it's Snatch Game. Now, I would have loved Rue to come out right now 
dressed as someone else. Right. As like an ode to Snatch Game. In fact, I'd love it if Rue had come out dressed as Michelle. Right. Doesn't that be great? Michelle has dressed as Rue for an episode. Oh. Which was... That sounds problematic. <laughs> and, yeah, she wore like... She did like have like the blonde wig and like this big pink dress. I, what season was that? God, that was a really strange episode. And she came out and did the like... May the best woman win line. Very That's odd. Fun. <laughs> but I thought that would have been a lovely little twist. Yeah. <laughs> twist of lemon. She'd come out as Ginny. She did that last week. She did. <laughs> oh, I've heard a rumor. Ooh. I'm tired of rumors starting. I'm, I'm sick of being, being followed. Me. So, do you remember how... So this was all filmed in March last year and then in, what, seven months like later? October? October, that would be... And then meanwhile, the final of season 12 was, what, May last year? Right. And do you remember Rue had that whole face mask thing on? Oh, yeah. And if you notice throughout all of this, Rue is either wearing hats or wigs or there's just a little bit of concealing going on. I've heard Rue's had some work. Oh, she finally got the yank. That's just a rumor I heard. And that's all, all these other things are covers up. Ooh. Good for her. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it one day. We're all going to do it. 100%. And if I, had a, if I had a fracking farm in Wyoming to go and <laughs> rest up in, I'd do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so enough of us slandering RuPaul for the week. <laughs> Not slandering, just just wondering. Just little gossips, little rumours. Yeah. Ru... Murs. Yeah, just buzzing around, little buzzes, little buzzes in our ear. We don't know if it's true or not. We're having fun. Who cares? It's fine. Okay, so Rue stomps out and announces that this week is going to be Snatch Game. Yeah. And, you know, perform a celebrity impersonation that makes us laugh our padded asses off. <laughs> and your chance to show your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Now, let me tell you something real quick. When I first started watching Drag Race, it took me a long time to understand the joke of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Did it? Yeah. I was embarrassed. So, this is when... Uh, so, now we're going to kind of walk around and find out who is going to be who. Yes. So, first up, Ellie is going to be Matt Lucas as Vicky Pollard. <laughs> so, I didn't think characters were allowed. I'm, I'm just wrong, am I? Yeah, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone ever done Samantha Jones? No. I mean, why not? That would they've be... Definitely, they've done a Sex and the City challenge... They did, they did a Sex and the City, like, uh, kind of scripted thing one week. And I remember, um, I remember Trinity, Trinity did Samantha Jones really, really, really well. She was really funny at it. But yeah, no one's ever done Samantha Samantha Jones. Samantha Jones would be fun because my thing with Samantha is, the key with her is you can turn anything into a pun. Yeah. So say any word to me and I'll turn it into Samantha pun. Um... Garbage truck. Oh, honey, whatever truck is going to be, I'll have a ride. <laughs> so you, so you can say anything. You turn it into a pun. Do you want to like do that. one more? Do you want to do one more? Um, Make it better. Any word in the world. No, I know, but I'm trying to think of a good one. Okay. Um, cactus. Oh, honey, prickly or pricky? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Prickly or prick me. I'll have a cactus. I don't mind feeling a little prick. Mm. 
Yeah, well, actually, I'm trying to think, now you've said that, because they did keep, they were very clear about the fact that she was Matt Lucas as Vicky Pollard, so maybe that was some kind of weird loophole, but then you could just be Kim Cattrall and just do Samantha. Yeah. I think that's what you'd do. Okay. Do Kim Cattrall, you just do Kim Cattrall, be Kim Cattrall, but do Samantha, and then throw in, like, a mannequin joke at the end where you actually, where you leave and replace yourself with a mannequin. And talk about your detest of Sarah Jessica Parker a lot. Yeah. And then that's what I do for the, for the final, like the final question or the final, like the last shot. I would, I'd duck under the desk, yeah, and put a mannequin up and then like talk as the mannequin from under the desk. Can you throw me one more word? Cause I feel like I haven't done my finest Kim Cattrall work. So if you could just give me one more and I'll make, a re- I'll make it as good as I can do. Uh, sponge. Oh, you know me, honey. I'll soak anything up. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Love okay. it. Just wanted to prove to myself and to our listeners that I could do, I can do improv. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Ellie is doing Matt Lucas as Vicky Pollard. Well, how did you feel at this point? Little, okay. US listeners, Little Britain, if you don't know it, was like an incredible, it was probably the, at the time, it was like the most popular comedy sketch thing on TV. It was a huge deal, the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. I always just felt it was not for queer people. Mm. It was very, it was so mainstream and I don't know. Yeah. I, I just. Which is odd because obviously Matt Lucas is gay and David Williams is you know, very queer adjacent. So it's kind of strange how, how mainstream that show was. And it was weird in a way that should have been more queer, but then God, this is really derailing us already, but do you remember Matt Lucas and David Williams rock profiles, the show that they did before little Britain? Oh, well that's queer rock profiles is the, the queerest and the best thing ever when, I know it's problematic, but when Matt Lucas dressed as Shirley Bassey, it's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. She hasn't got the range. Shirley Bassey? She hasn't got the range, darling. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure about this uh, as a Snatch Game character. It also felt like someone... It made me realise how young he is. Yeah. Because it feels like such a... I don't know. Not recent reference point. No, it's just, recent to us because we're old. But to to her, that truly is like p- plucking at something from like the archives of comedy history. Yeah. But to us, it feels like it just happened because we're a hundred. Yeah. So yeah, and basically Vicky Pollard is a character that Matt Lucas does on the show Little Britain and she's basically like a, a schoolgirl, like a really like scary, tough schoolgirl character that has that very distinctive look. I will say that the look is very good because it's very kind of recognisable and easy and you can look like anyone and wear that whole outfit and that wig and you look like her. Mm-hmm. But it's also the character traits are quite... Uh, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's not great. annoying. Meanwhile, Bimini asks Ahura if uh, she's seen Taste's Snatch or had Taste's yeah, Snatch. Yeah, there's a lot of discussion of Taste's Snatch anyway at this point. Yeah. And it's... Uh, ever since Lawrence's Spider-Man shooting webs all over Ahura joke, I'm, I'm kind of finding this th- these jokes a little distasteful. I love it. I love it when... <laughs> I would say, like, once every, I don't know, th- once every maybe, like, five or six weeks, something, I say something, or something comes out, and then you just, you really take a, a <laughs> just take, like, an umbrage to it, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, okay. No, and I wish, I wish I could, I wish I could tell you why, where and when and why things do bother me, because I am a disgusting person, but mm-hmm. just occasionally something really, 
I don't know, something really gets me. That spiderweb thing's really bothering me still. I'm still, still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Okay, meanwhile, um, Tace, and quite rightly so, says she's crapping her pants. Um, she, at last minute, switched her character to Jane Taylor, who plays Kath and Kath and Kim. Again, another, yeah. another person playing a character. So Kath and Kim is an Ugh. Australian... I mean, that's queer. Yeah. Kath and Kim is an Australian comedy show in the UK. Australian culture is such a huge deal. We have so much of it, so much Australian TV and music. Cathingham's an interesting one. Mm. And also, I've been worried about Tace in terms of Snatch Game, because I don't yeah. think Tace is actually funny. And after watching this episode, I still don't. No, she, she, it was, it was wafer thin. Yeah. And she got by just on, just, I don't know, I, it was... Mm. By the way, I'm going to change some of my Snatch Game choices. I know I was saying Lorraine Kelly last week. Yeah. I'm going to throw into the mix Danny Minogue. Okay. And her whole shtick would just be like talking about Kylie, but not being jealous of Kylie because right. she's 100% fine with herself. Right. <laughs> just throwing that in. Any, do you want any other, any other characters you want to put out there? Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little stuck for, you know, representation. I'm just kind of don't have the... Mm. Because of, you know, I'm, I guess I have... You like, could do anything you want. Well, no, I know. Well, quite, it tasted... It tasted exactly. Catherine <laughs> Catholic But, yeah. No, I know. I know. But I don't know. I need to have a bit more of a think about it. I've, I've, got, some, I've got some other thoughts in my head. Okay. So then Rue trots into the workroom and does her walk around. So first of all, she goes to talk to Tia. She goes to talk to you. And um, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she's going back to the whole conversation of, look, you've got this amazing body. Why don't you use it? You need to think about your proportions. Understand what you're working with. Yeah. And then Tia's two choices are between Dame Shirley Bassey, the aforementioned Dame Shirley Bassey, and Mel B. Shirley Bassey, just to make sure everyone's on the same page diamonds are forever and hey big spender spend a little time with me love shelly bassey didn't she didn't she have gold fingers <laughs> she, as well. yeah she has some really good <laughs> he's the man the man with the midas touch Love Shirley Bassey. Now she's a fucking gay icon. Shirley Bassey is. I think she's problematic. There's something. She's old. She's she's old she's and fine. rich. She's, she's fine. fine. She can do what she wants. She arrived and left in Glastonbury in a helicopter. Remember that? <laughs> I think yeah. She was like one of the headliners at Glastonbury like a few years ago, and That's- there was just some great footage of her like just getting in a helicopter and getting the fuck out of Glastonbury. Oh, that, that muddy, muddy feel. <laughs> getting the fuck out of Dodge. So yeah. So she says those are her two, her two kind of choices. And Rue's like, oh, you know, Mel B. There's a lot to play with. And you know, Tia's saying she thinks Mel B. Is the safer choice. I actually think that Shirley Bassey would have been a better choice for Tia because of the whole. uh Melby, Keith Lemon of it all, which we'll get into. Yeah, and Alan Carr makes that point later. I completely agree. Um, okay, meanwhile, as well, we talked about before, Ellie Diamond's doing Vicky Pollard. Well, Vicky Pollard or Sharon Osbourne. Her Sharon Osbourne's not very no. good. <laughs> That's another great option for you for Snatch Game, actually. Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> okay. Aussie! Aussie! Oh, Jackie boy, I just want to squeeze your little <laughs> cheeks and many, many peed on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to do Sharon Osbourne. It gets a bit tiring in my 
my throat though. Well, so. I think you just have to do some ex- some like vocal warm ups as you approach doing drag race. Okay, got it. And get yourself used to your Sharon Osbourne. I feel like you could re- like the look would be really fun to put together for Sharon Osbourne as well. It's very like that. It's all about the wig, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and having like a little a little creature with yeah. you at all times. There's <laughs> pissing and shitting. <laughs> So then this is when this episode has a lot of crying in it. So this is when we have our first, our first cry section where, uh, which is, would they ever say in the US, the waterworks? Someone's (laughs) turned on the waterworks. They've really turned on, opened the faucet. (laughs) Those eye faucets are flowing. Oh, Hayley Diamond, she she turned on the waterworks. (laughs) So she gets emotional because she basically talks about her twin brother and that kind of really gets her. I'm not quite sure what the actual, like the kind of this moment was really all about. I think it was more about her being homesick and being yeah, kind of just I, like missing her family. And, wait, just, oh, for, just before we move on from Ellie Diamond, Ellie Diamond did use a phrase referring to her brother Bryce. Oh yeah, where she says something like, "Oh yeah, he'll Bryce will be with me from womb to tomb, from I, I, womb to tomb." I didn't I've, like that. I've never heard that never, phrase ever. Oh, I thought it might be a Scottish thing. I, maybe it is. It must be a Dundee thing. From womb to tomb, womb to tomb, womb to tomb. <laughs> We're actually in Scotland. We all do get buried in tombs. Well, you know my heritage, Egyptian grandma. <laughs> she, yeah, well, she's in a full pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I want to say the word sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. A lovely word, just, sarcophagus. Just, just to say to our listeners who may not be aware um, from listening to, if you don't listen to Your Welcome America, which you should go have a little listen, I do refer to my grandmother who was born in Egypt as Egyptian grandma quite regularly. Um, do you want an Egyptian grandma update? Oh, go for it. She's still dead. Okay. Update number one. Update number two. <laughs> which actually, um, you know, considering she's Egyptian and, you know, the mummy, that's something we do have to check on. And just for full transparency, she's technically not Egyptian. She was just born in Egypt, which is even more mysterious. <laughs> anyway, I remembered the other day that she used to say to us, just at like family events, um, out of nowhere, if there was a silence or anything, or someone should just interrupt a conversation, she'd be like, "Oh, it's such a relief." We're like, "Grandma, what you're talking about?" She's like, oh, "It's such a relief that you know none of you are ugly, because if you're ugly, it'd be just so terrible for you." <laughs> wow. So, yep, another great, another great Egyptian grammar update continues to be iconic yeah. <laughs> from beyond the grave. Oh, I might Egyptian grandma and snatch game. Oh, she's, she's iconic <laughs> enough to just be the character. Yeah. Okay. So next up was Lawrence Cheney. Now she was doing Miriam Margolis. 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 Yeah. Miriam Margolis. I, here's the thing. I still don't really know who that is. I do, okay. but I don't. Okay. So she has been around for a long, long time. She's a real kind of like thespian like british thespian kind of royalty so she's Mm -hmm. been around for a long time she was the voice of the bunny in the cabri's caramel adverts Mm. from like the 80s and the 90s very famously in the uk the commercials translation for a um candy bar translation chocolate bar uh yeah it was like a sexy bunny that would talk in a really sexy like a really silky voice and talk Mm. about the caramel bar and she was the voice of that for like decades. Okay. She's also super well known because she plays one of the professors in Harry Potter, Ugh. which I know you'd love. And you know, Ben is the Slytherin and, um, I don't know what that means <laughs> or is, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Well, I actually, I told you I technically am one as well. Cause I took the test, but we're both, we're two different mm-hmm. kinds of Slytherins. If that makes any sense. I think you're like, are you like the one that gets killed early in the books? Yeah. I'm like very much a, it's very much a side character. You're very much a, a big part of the Slytherin house, you know. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
anyway yeah and she's she's just very much and i tell you what she's also really well known for just of late is that she gets booked on the graham norton show a lot that's that's what i think of yeah so she's just like a regular uh a regular kind of talk show guest because she's such a good guest because she's really she's really eccentric gives and, great chat yeah she gives great chat she has really good stories mm-hmm. she her whole shtick on especially on graham norton is that she goes on and she doesn't know who any of the other guests are so That's she'll be right. with like p diddy yeah exactly or like hugh jackman and she'll just be like oh darling oh yeah well, i suppose yeah you look great right? i don't know what you do so i'm a gabby's bunny yeah she's like i don't give a fuck so yeah she's just like a very like a real stalwart kind of eccentric older thespian got it Meanwhile, Bimini is doing Katie Price, which uh, is interesting mm-hmm. because we obviously had a horror yeah. the other week in a very Katie Price-esque role. Yeah. But Bimini is going to be doing it here. Um, I, I felt I felt like slightly nervous for Bimini, but like I felt like it was a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's such a great choice, but I I felt like it was too it felt like it was too much of a good match that I was like, oh, maybe she's not going to pull it off. I mean, boy, was I fucking wrong, yeah. but. You know, thank God I was wrong about that because I was a little worried. And Rue asks here, is Bimini going to hold reverence or take the piss out of Katie? And I really believe Bimini's answer in that yeah. Bimini, Bimini says, well, Katie takes the piss out of herself, which makes which makes her comfortable doing her. But also, like, Bimini loves her. But Bimini loves Katie Price, which yeah. is amazing. So I'm like, great. Yeah, Katie Price is definitely very self-aware, so it's kind of she's she's an easy one to you, you you don't have to worry about her seeing something and being offended, really. Yeah, and then um, a horror, horror says, "Oh yeah," horror kind of breaks down in her chat with um, you know, with with Rue. But before she does that, she says she's doing Louis Spence. <laughs> this is now. I think this is a really, really fascinating choice yes i i actually truly applaud her for this choice and i actually think she did a really good job i do too also i think she I, got the critics were way off i think this. in general in this episode the critics were all yeah. over the joint also one of the things they've been saying about horrors feel free to, please let go and don't you don't always have to look pretty or yes. good and she's fucking dressed as a man yeah and and like she, uh, she yeah and basically there's this really weird moment where she says she needs to go full balls and then RuPaul's like, what? <laughs> She's like, full balls. It's a northern thing. I can't vouch for that. I've never heard that, but I'm not northern. No, I, I didn't know that either. But as soon as I heard it, I knew what she meant. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then she has her kind of breakdown moment here. And she's kind of saying, she, you know, she feels like she's only, you know, the image and the look. And she wants to kind of show that she's more than that. And RuPaul does this classic, you know what, kid? You've shown vulnerability, kiddo. You've done it. Mm. And I I agree. I was saying when I was texting, I think I was texting George and Teddy when I was watching this, and I said there were so many moments in this episode when uh, RuPaul just had that, like, slightly, like, kind of, I don't want to, like, like the shadow of a shit-eating grin on her face and being like, what's got you emotional? What are you getting emotional about? Yeah, yeah. What are the tears are about? And, like, she just had this, like, just at any second, that face was going to crack into a huge, like, evil grin of being like, I have your emotions, child. Sing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> precisely, precisely. She's just like, she's like, hello, what are, Sing. What, are, what are you getting at? <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting emotional about, kiddo? <laughs> Maybe she hasn't had work done. Your voice. What I want from you is your voice. <laughs> Maybe I'll do Ursula the Sea Witch. Oh my god, I want to do Ursula the Sea Witch. I want to do her as the Sea Witch and her as... Is she called... Is it Vanessa? When she turns into the... Vanessa? 
<laughs> when she's the evil woman, but like she looks like she's beautiful. She I, I suppose like, she's called Vanessa. She looks like Michelle Heaton from yeah. Liberty X. Try, try you the working out according to my ultimate desire. Do you know what I would do? I, I would, <laughs> would do her and I'd have lots of like pipettes of ink. So every now and again I just go <laughs> and I get ink everywhere. <laughs> right. Body language. Okay, we can't get it. Okay, <laughs> then uh, Rue announces that Michel Visage means face and Michel is a French name. Mademoiselle Michel Visage. Michel Visage. means Michel face. And... <laughs> and the GC, aka Gemma Collins, are going to be the subject guest on the Snatch Game. Can you explain to our US listeners who Gemma Collins is? I can indeed. Gemma Collins is a UK icon, a Han icon, if you will. She was on the reality television show The Only Way is Essex, which was a reality show set in a very specific part of the UK called Essex. It was our version of jersey shore meets like the hills it was it's very structured reality she really burst onto the scene as a big character and then she still does that show every once in a while but she really span off and she was on celebrity big brother iconic moments from celebrity big brother (laughs) you know i'm claustrophobic darren um (laughs) she has had like 20 million of her own reality shows she's basically like she fell off the stage at that radio (laughs) one award she fell through that hole in the stage everyone knows her for that around the world that clip has been seen of her falling in that hole in the stage (laughs) she's just she's basically just iconic iconic she really is Okay, we're going to get into Snatch Game, but before we do, let's go for a little break. And we are back. Okay, let's talk about Snatch Game. Oof, okay. First of all, Michelle looked resplendent. Gemma looked stunning in doing a full, and I mean this truly as a compliment, doing a full Miss Piggy illusion. (laughs) Like, wasn't she? She looked stunning. Miss Piggy illusion slash she looked like a Christmas candy. You know what I mean? Like uh, what we'd say in the UK, like a quality street. Yes. I felt like she looked like if Miss Piggy was doing a Marilyn illusion in a Muppets movie. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Also want to shout out to the props department for that very creased metallic curtain. Oh, they love it. That's the good thing about Snatch Game is it's meant to look shit. So like, finally the, the art department are like, thank God, hang the spangly curtain, we're yeah. fine, it doesn't matter. Now, the GC throughout this didn't really know what was going on, I have to say. She wasn't on top form. No, she's, she's never quite the gay icon in the moment, in those, these moments that people want her to be, she's, yeah. she's much more iconic left to, to her own devices. Yeah. For sure. I also think it's, it's hard to understand Snatch Game because it's based on Match Game. Match Game, which is just American listeners. Match Game is a game <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. Snatch Game, Snatch Game on Drag Race is very like, at this point, I've seen so many seasons of Drag Race that I'm like, oh, Snatch Game, okay, it's, it's like, so-and-so, so-and-so says this, and they do blank, and then the answer's blank, and you do it in character, blah, blah, blah. But it's a lot of strange layers. And, a lot and of layers. Very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay what we just, did we have going on? So we just go through the, I think, I guess as, as they get introduced, we can just go through one by one and just talk about who's who, and then get into the highlights, the lowlights, okay. maybe. So first up is Tia as Mel B. Okay, Mel B, aka Scary Spice. 
It just wasn't big enough. It wasn't good enough. It was fine. She kept referring to Eddie Murphy because Melby famously had a child yeah. with Eddie Murphy. She had one good Eddie Murphy joke that was funny. What but was that? I, I can't quite remember. I think we'll... Uh, I can't remember. It was that good, was it? That good you can't even <laughs> fucking remember it. All right. <laughs> So yeah, it, it was, I don't know, she just, the look wasn't quite there either. The, like, the hair wasn't really right for Melby. It wasn't the right kind of curl. It was, she had like a kind of Diana Ross afro on, and I felt like that's not, if you're going for Melby, you want like, the, there's very specific. The horns. Uh, yeah. What do the horn look? Yes, the, yes. the afro with the two, the yeah. two horns. But I just feel like there's a very specific curl pattern to Melby's hair, and she didn't have that correct. And yeah. I hate to say that, because I love her. And the outfit didn't look like Melby's. But no, no the, the outfit was almost there. The outfit was almost there. Okay, next up we had sister, sister, psychic to the scars, stars, Sally Morgan. Yeah, I didn't quite know who, who Sally Morgan. She's, Sally Morgan is she's she's like a, a TV psychic, and she has I think oh god, what is her TV show called? She has like a, a TV. She's basically like the Long Island medium. Okay, she's like the UK Teresa Caputo. But like, what would she be on in the UK? What kind of shows? She, I swear she has her own show on ITV that's like Sully Morgan's psychic sit down. <laughs> Something psychic like that. Psychic Saturdays with Sally Morgan. Yeah, Coming has, up next on ITV One. I feel like she had like a kind of Long Island medium style show that was really iffy. And I know that she's been truly like exposed as a fraud as well. Mm. <laughs> it's a very strange choice. Very strange. Oh. What about doing Mystic Meg? Mystic Meg is a very good choice. Mystic Meg, listeners, uh, not from the UK, she... So if you... (laughs) Oh my God. So the lottery uh, was launched in the 90s in the UK, the UK lottery, and it would happen every week. National lottery. National lottery. And every Saturday... Stop it. Every Saturday night, they would draw the numbers in a big live TV show. And that TV show became a thing. You'd have like performances. The Spice Girls were performing it. But every week they'd have Mystic Meg. And Mystic Meg would do predictions of who was going to win that night. Yeah. She had a very specific tone of voice and a very specific look. A very specific blood bob haircut. And harsh, like a, harsh, dark a harsh, bob. A harsh, dark bob and like a purple kind of cloak. Very mm. odd. And she'd talk it, literally look into a crystal ball. Mm. Television was very strange in those days. Yeah. But psychic, what I will say is about this choice from Sister Sister, it's a good choice in the sense that, you know, we've seen psychic go wrong, like AKA Priyanka doing Miss Cleo, but psychic done right is quite an easy shtick because it's like, you can do you all can call on the spirits and but you can do all this kind of stuff. that's also what annoys me about it. I was like, I could see all the jokes coming yeah. about like the, the sandwich and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I was like, sure, fine. Yeah. Okay, then we had Lawrence as... As who? Say the name? Miriam Margulies. Thank you. She looked the part. She did. She did. I just had the film in my head. I just got a picture of her in my head looking really like... She came out swinging. She... I I think these did her dirty. I I agree. I think think this was... I think this was a very well-constructed episode of... uh, Lies and deceit. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did it pretty dirty. They, there's a lot of a lot of like separate reaction shots of people not laughing, and then also shots of her looking like disappointed in herself. But they were all single shots that could have been taken from any moment in the whole snatch game. Yeah, don't you think? 
jiggery pokery absolute like yeah, that's yeah. what i think was shenanigans shenanigans yeah i think so because she was she was very much like lawrence cheney style like it was very loud over the top it was crass but it was i thought she was doing crass crass like how Marianne margulies would do crass which is kind of posh and i don't know i felt like i felt like she was she made me laugh and then i then the show manipulated me into stopping laughing at her yeah because it's hard to laugh when all the air's been sucked out of the episode. <laughs> she didn't quite have the voice. Like, Lawrence's accent kept on coming through. Yeah. Yeah, Miriam's very, like, theatrical, thespian mm. kind of way of speaking, darling. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Matt Lucas, Vicky Pollard. That was uh, Ellie. Sure. sure. Fine. Fine. Sure. Taste is changed. <laughs> I do, I do <laughs> respect Taste for doing this. Me because too. Because it... It was very not her. Yeah. In in all many ways. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was solid. I thought Tace and Ahura were as good as one another. I agree. I one hundred percent. I was agree. impressed by both, but neither were the winners for me. That's how I felt. I, I concur with you and I, I think that yes, they yes, one hundred percent. So Ahura, Louis Spence. Okay, explain who Louis Louis Spence is, please. Oh my god. Louis Spence became famous off the back of one kind of documentary like reality thing about a dance studio in central London called pineapple dance studios. And he was one of the dance teachers there, but also worked on reception or like managed it. But he was, it was just, it was literally like a documentary about like, look at these people learning to dance. And they obviously came across him and he is the hugest. He's like the biggest character, like so over the top, so camp. So like, you know, fabulous in quotation marks, but in a way that is, truly genuine and i'm gonna tell you a little quick side story about louis spence oh you got a louis spence experience well this is like kind of just this just proves to me that louis spence is exactly who he says he is and who he portrays himself to be i was once getting the bus i used to get the bus to work when i lived in london which is very normal thing to do in london and i was getting the bus and i was getting over waterloo bridge and i would nearly because of just of the timing of my trip my commute to work i would see louis spence walking across waterloo bridge up to like towards Covent Garden to go to Pineapple Dance Studios and he was alone and he was always alone wearing headphones and fully like dancing dancing his way down the street but like completely alone like he'd be just like and like sometimes he'd like he was truly just Louis Spencing his way to work and it made me it used to like really warm my heart every time I saw him because the thing about the TV show Pineapple Dance Studios was it was like a documentary but then they would burst into full performance numbers didn't they oh god yeah remember that was like the weird weird twist about it that show was very odd I think we should I'm I'm interested in looking at that again for research purposes we'll see also Louis Spence originally was a backing dancer for the Spice Girls yes Famously very close with Emma Bunton. Really? Mm-hmm. Lovely. And I again, the, we'll talk about it maybe with the critiques later, where they kept saying that the lisp was was too much. It's like, it was the perfect... It was a really good impression of Louis Spence. Yeah. Because he talks with a really exaggerated lisp. It was really good. I'm really annoyed about that. We'll get to that. Next up, Bimini Bon Boulash as Katie Price. The look... Perfect, solid, 100%, sold, done, all excellent. I, all I know is, I made a note of this, but I love the fact that she referred to the fact that her breast implants, it's been like a busy year, her breast implants were held at gunpoint and her, she caught her horse cheating on her. <laughs> that is so weird, but all those reference points are kind of true. So she, Katie's very famous for having huge breast implants. 
She got held at gunpoint. She she loves horses. She has a pink horse box that she drags around in. <laughs> She's got always has a husband who's cheating on her. So like it was it was yeah. really wonderful. In fact, I went and I've been looking to see if Katie Price has reacted to any of this, and she hasn't. No, nothing yet. That was strange. It'll get to her. It took a really long time for Love of Hans to get to her. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a video of her being like, "Oh, everyone said Love of Hans is looking at me. what? So who? What?" Yeah, she's not. She's not quite. She's not quite ready to accept all of the current things. It'll, she'll get there. Okay, it'll get to her. I believe in her. So okay, let's just let's just whisk through some of the bits yeah. and bobs that happened. Basically, Lawrence uh, talks about creaming her knickers over Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> um, they didn't love that. No, that went um, down like a, a lead balloon. Sister, um, as as psychic Sally had a message for Michelle. So oh yeah, to cover up. Your Co- granddad says yeah. cover up. Great granddad. Great granddad. Fine, whatever. <laughs> um, Oh, that Bimini joke was really funny about Gemma, where she's like, she's like, oh, Gemma was banging on my door earlier, so I uh, finally let her out. It's like such an old, yeah. such an old gag, but it just was refreshed in that little format. Then we had um, a, a clearly taped on Zoom thing from Vivian <laughs> and Bag of Chips as Donald Trump and Maggie Thatcher. Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> sure, um, fine, whatever. <laughs> Tia keeps on bringing up Eddie Murphy. Um, oh, Okay. Producer Brie has written a question mark here because Tace talks about having a real chooky neck. Well, she's looking for a real chooky man. Real chooky man, but she, but then she, but then she gets concerned because yeah. she thinks Rue says that she's got a chooky neck. Chooky neck. So a, a chooky neck is when you have a neck that looks like a chicken. So it's like or like a rooster, <laughs> turkey so, neck, like a turkey neck. So yeah. when you get a bit older and it gets a bit loose, it goes a bit chooky. Oh, you don't want a chooky neck. <laughs> I got a real. T- I want a chooky man. Oh, chooky! So I got a chooky neck. That's <laughs> a very, very Kath and Kim yeah. thing. <laughs> and Ahura did that, which I'm going to stand by. Great physical gag with the fake legs as Louis Spence. Yes, because Louis Spence's thing is, you told us with his prancing down Waterloo Bridge, he's always dancing and moving and stretching. Yeah, famously, famously flexible. It was always any time he's on a TV show, he'll just like put his leg behind his head for no reason. Yeah, he's very excitable, and I thought that was a really good. I also just real quick. Uh, Ahura's makeup as Louis Spence was really, really good. Yeah. It was like a perfect Louis Spence, like, illusion. I'm fuming. You know I'm pissed. <laughs> and then at the end, what was this joke? I the winner understand. of the Snatch Game is the French. C'est la vie. What? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you'd, you'd tell me what that I meant. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Something to do with Brexit? Maybe. Brexit? I don't know. Whatever. Because <laughs> that's normally what... Normally, Rue, at the end of every Snatch Game, goes, the winner is... Who cares? And then it ends. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Got it. Okay, let's talk about... Illumination Day. Oh, oui, 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 oui. Michelle Visage. Mm-hmm. Michelle Face. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> My name's Michelle Face. Right, so... What's uh, going on here, babe? So, Tia and Lawrence are chumming up together at the mirror and you know that tears just like how are you feeling you know basically it's like let's put these two gals together who have clearly bombed and lawrence <laughs> says i'm feeling rancid <laughs> i love that rancid just feels awful yeah they're having good chit chat although so it can't have gone in real in real life 
it can't have gone that well because Lawrence says she feels like shit, like it didn't go well. Yeah, I guess. But I also feel like she would have said that even if she'd done like mediocre. I th- I think I just don't think she did as abysmally as they made it seem. I think she just did fine. There's such high expectations for her that mm. her doing fine is abysmal. In comedy. In comedy, exactly. Yeah. Whereas Ahura and... Well, well, no, whereas Taste doing good was phenomenal. Yeah, precisely, precisely. Okay. But then, you know, this is when Lawrence is like, you know, she kind of says like, oh, I'm, I just... There was so much expectation on her to do well in Snatch Game. And then she kind of talks about being, you know, how she has to be very strong as the kind of... As one of the, like, figureheads of the Glasgow gay scene. Mm-hmm. Love that reference. Yeah. And, and we I, talked about it with Crystal last week, but yeah. it feels like Lawrence is already on her way to kind of owning and dominating that Scottish scene. Being a real, like, madam running her own, like, Mm. boudoir of drag. Oh, (laughs) that. In fact, in Glasgow as well, it's a very affordable city. She could probably, after a few years, like, I don't know, like, take over, like, start up, like, a little venue or something. Like a performance venue. Just a little burlesque club on the Mm. the Sunset Strip. (laughs) Air rights. <laughs> Welcome to Burlesque. Shout out to the Iraq America Burlesque special. Go find that if you want to know what we're talking about. Wagon Will Watusi. Who, who are you and why are you looking at my mirror? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what else do we have going on oh, here? So, this is another another kind of emotional little chat. So, Tace and Ellie are kind of palling up doing their makeup. Mm-hmm. And um, Tace is like, oh, what happened with you kind of breaking down with Rue yesterday? And then Ellie tells her story, uh, which actually made me get a little concerned that she was also going to be, this was a little foreshadowing. I know. Um, and she basically talked about, you know, being very different growing up and how... You know, when she came out, like, she got kicked out of her house by her dad. And just this whole, you know, just very sad and kind of... This, but, like, it did have some resolution because she kind of said that right before she went into Drag Race. Well, before we get there, it, the story was... Wait a minute. Her dad, Ellie's dad, said, you need to choose between me... To, Ellie's dad said to Ellie's mom, you need to choose between me or your son. Oh, and Ellie's yeah. mom was like, well, I'm going to pick my son. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> so that was like Love a really, that. that was a heartbreaking, but lovely moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Carry Lo- on. Big shout out to Mrs. Diamond. Yeah. Mama, Mama Diamond. Mama Diamond. <laughs> mm. And then, yeah, she just kind of, uh, says that before she came back to the show, she, she kind of, took her dad out, sat him down and was just like, look, this went is out what's for happening. Brunch. Went out for brunch. No, oh, very specifically brunch. <laughs> went out for brunch and I was like, where the hell did you go out for brunch in Dundee? Well, li- anyone in Dundee hit, hit us up, tell us the best, the best brunch spots. Sorry, when. that probably came across as incredibly snobby. I'm sorry, because I had a lovely lunch when I was in Dundee at the <laughs> lovely V&A art gallery that they opened up. It's lo- I, had a lo- I had a lovely scotch broth. <laughs> I did. No, I believe you. Yeah, poured with rain that day. Got a flat tire. Scotch broth. <laughs> this sounds so made up. Scotch broth. Scotch broth. I know it is a thing, but it sounds so made up. So yes, um, yeah. They they have a lovely kind of moment. They all kind of have a bit of resolution, and Bimini puts a great button on the moment where I think they they like say like, oh, if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? Can I get an amen? I think Tay says like, can I get a gay man? And and uh, Bimini just kind of says. I'll have the vegan option, please. And I'm like, oh, that just goes done. Winner, perfect. <laughs> really winning this episode, right? Bum bum. 
do you want to just man the boards? Bum, bum. Shut them on the board up and pick my finger up. Bum, um, bum. The lights are going up. Um, bum, bum, okay, cue bum, move to stage. Bum, 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 through into bum, silhouette. Bum, 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 bum. Come on, girl. No, okay, I won't do the whole thing. What do you think of Rue's outfit this week? I was Wait, uh, I'm just double checking. I'm double checking what it was. I um, liked it, but I felt it had a kind oh. of a vaginal flap that I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah, it had like a, a front flap. Well, there was that, but also had that, that illusion um, breast area. You know what right, I mean? Right. Which I'm like, what what illusion are we trying to create here? <laughs> I don't really know. I, I just don't like a... I'm, I'm never a huge fan of when there's slits... And it creates one kind of pendulous front flap. Pendulous. Do you see what, do you know what I mean though? Sure. I don't, yeah. One kind of rectangular front flap. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still looks great. No, she still looks I phenomenal. Mean, that has to be the, you know, the disclaimer anytime we talk about her outfits. On the panel this week, we've got Michelle Visage. We've got Michelle Face. Michelle Face. We've got Alan Carr. Alan Carr. Looking resplendent in his suit. He looked great. Oh, yeah. His suit's got, like, suit. got a lot of little motif, little stars. Yeah. He has really good, he has really good suits, actually. When I used to work on his show, uh, he has really good, fun suits. Okay. Jesse Ware. Mm-hmm. Guest judge. Yeah. Talk me through thoughts. Who is she? I, I know. <laughs> She's, Jesse Ware's a singer. She also has a podcast where she makes, people dinner with her mom at yeah. home. Mm-hmm. She's Jessie wears one of those people who I technically know that I should like and know everything about her, but I don't really know anything. I don't, I've never, okay. okay. I'm just going to throw it out there. I've actually never listened to one of her songs ever in my life. Okay. Okay. I think that's fine. I, Jessie Ware has some great music. Her album last year is fantastic. She's got a really, really good voice. She's as, as you can see in this, episode she's fun and lovely and she's got some fun outfits i started listening to her podcast during lockdown it's it's nice it's a bit insufferable oh okay just because it's it's a bit um i basically feel like she's a white private school girl who can sing and is really lovely and shops at waitrose right do you know what i mean i hear you I just always felt that the reason I never got into her is because I felt like she was, ever since the iconic moment my friend told me that, I uh, can't remember whose music it was, was too grown up for me. And actually, I, I now have a category in my head where I think of people who are too grown up for me, just their music's too sophisticated or too like... Oh, I like what, too adult contemporary? Yeah, well, you know, it's like, I like pop music for teenagers. So it's just like, I feel like when I just... As soon as people start saying Jesse Ware, Jesse Ware, Jesse Ware, I just closed my ears you, thinking it wasn't for me. You would really like some of her songs from last well, year. Just like disco stuff last Super year, disco. Didn't she? Yeah. I then listened to her podcast, right? And she's just not as cool as I hoped she was. Right, right, right. So that was my issue. Anyway, all of that aside, me saying she's she's not for me and too grown up for me. I thought she did a fantastic job as a drag race judge. Yeah, she's clearly she's clearly a fan. Yeah, she was super enthused. And listeners do go out and have a little listen to her album last year. There are some really good songs in it. Okay, so we have the <sighs> runway category, which is so strange. So the category is prehistoric drag, drag from one million years BC. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> producer Breeze dropped in uh, Raquel Welsh's poster for uh, one million years BC, the movie. <laughs> and this uh, this is the kind of inspiration for this challenge. What a strange runway idea. It seems very... 
it seems was, like it's been picked from a real long list of ideas, doesn't it? It was one of those ideas as well where, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I'm stumped. I don't quite know what to do. Yeah, it's What just, would you have done? I, I don't know. There's just not enough scope in this category, no, is there? That's the problem. It's, it's all just two cavewoman-y. It's, yeah, it's like cavewoman bones. It's bones, rags, leopard print, bones, rags, and just like copy and paste all of those things over and over again. Which I think everyone did pretty good, but yeah, it's a little... Or if someone had gone full-on dinosaur. Like... Right. Like like the Walking with Dinosaurs stage show. Right, I was going to say, so like a, but like a, how would you do like a cinched velociraptor? Is it a Like reveal? a velociraptor in heels? Oh, what, what about... Okay, no, wait a minute. It's a giant, giant dinosaur that comes in. And then you strip away to like a real sexy velociraptor in okay. heels. Oh, oh, oh! And then you've got the thing from Jurassic Park with that. I was going to say that's that. That's what you should do: is be a sexy dinosaur, Dilophosaurus, and then yeah, you have like the reveal moment is the like with the flappy bits, the flappy bits. But they're obviously all stoned and you mm-hmm. know rhinestoned and bedazzled. And uh, what was it? A horror called Swarovski? I don't know. What did she? I can't remember. Oh, you said this last week, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I've already forgotten. Okay, let's Sobosky. go for the looks. Talking of a horror, she's up first. So she is wearing... Um, now, she talked about... Uh, wait a minute. What are those printers? A 3D printer. 3D printer. She's she got a 3D printer. <laughs> and she printed out this kind of bone bodice thing. She's got uh, a fur coat, leopard print coat that she's got kind of wearing it loose drag like right on the not even on the shoulders it's on the elbows isn't it mm-hmm. dragging on the floor and then she's got a bone face thing which is a bit lady gaga of a time yeah do you remember um and then she's got slightly dirty legs oh her wig from behind is quite nice it's a little bit um daryl hannah and splash i am um, i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that i that i like thought i thought Ahura looked amazing oh i thought she looked really stunning I thought her makeup looked, like, beautiful, and I really liked the bone thing on her face with... The bone thing on her face with her makeup. Like, she'd... You know, she even said herself, didn't she, that it had been, like, designed to, like, complement and accentuate her makeup. And I I don't know, maybe I just... Because she said that to me, I believed her, but... I thought she looked great. I thought she looked beautiful. Yeah, I thought she looked... I thought she looked good. Next up was Tace. So... She did look really good. (laughs) Tace looked amazing. Yeah. Tace was... Uh, I am nervous about some of the words used to describe her look. Yeah. Yeah, it's tr- it's really tricky. Yeah, you're right. Because it's kind of like to to have a person of color and mention voodoo and, and kind of the, the whole like mystic kind of, yeah, that, that the person of color who's like, oh, she's the mystic person because she's a person. Of, it's very, mm. it's very like old trodden territory that's like problematic. But she was definitely a kind of a, a witch doctor. There you go. Witch doctors could be any any race. <laughs> she she was giving it her all. She was in it. Her makeup looked gorgeous. Yeah. Her hair, like it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was really fantastic. I liked her fake teeth. As well. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she looked fantastic. Yeah, she really did. It was definitely the uh, the definition of the word fierce, which I don't like using very often, but mm-hmm. I felt like she looked very fierce. Next up was sister sister. Now, <laughs> sister sister was wearing an asymmetric leopard print frock i'm gonna use the word frock yeah um she had giant tall hair which kind of looked like a comedy version of patsy stone from yeah. fab she also had a bone face mask i am amazed they didn't bring up the storyline of sister sisters copying a horror again i know i thought that was gonna come out maybe they will next week the one thing i do want to give snaps to i want to give 
props. Props. Too. Oh, you want to give us some I props? I hate the props. Yeah, we're, oh. we're the wrong. We props. Can't. What proper respect? Even if we've lived here this long, we we Not can't say, say props, props to you, Mama. I did enjoy her holding um, a, a skeleton of a cat. Yeah, that was that good. was fun. I felt like she. I felt like her and later Lawrence did the most Flintstonian um, referencing <laughs> of uh, this runway. Don't you think? But although also so did. Um, uh, Ellie, because Ellie did Bam Bam. Yes. It, oh, Pebbles? Bam Bam Pebbles. Can't remember which one. Yes, but weirdly, I feel like these two looked more like Flintstonian than that. I tell you what it is, actually, because Ellie did an actual character. I think that Lawrence and Sister looked like extras in the live action Flintstones movie. <laughs> Don't you think? You could just see them milling about in the background. <laughs> what, like, in like a. Uh, ladies gone for lunch scene. One hundred. So Wil- Wilma and Betty Wilma go and for lunch precisely. to complain about the man. <laughs> and there's other there's other women in the background and also they, having lunch. And they get like giant ribs served to them by like a brontosaurus. And exactly, and at the, at the table next to them is Lawrence's sister being like, woo, woo, woo. "There's I don't know which live action Flintstones movie it is, but Elizabeth Taylor plays. Oh, it's the second one. Oh my god, it, it has Halle Berry and Elizabeth Taylor in it. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor is so good in it. Yeah. Is oh. she like Wilma's mom? Yes. Oh. And she hates Fred. We should watch that. <laughs> Add that to the list. Okay, next up is Tia Coffee. Oh. Tia, oh god. Tia comes out as a slightly sad dinosaur bird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Quite limp. A very limp pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> she really did. <laughs> and she's, she's, she's talking a big game about how, like, her, you know, it's, it's more like form fitting and covered in rhinestones, but you can't see the rhinestones I know, for one where are the thing. rhinestones? They're very, very, like, delicately placed in some of the crevices. It's like the veins are rhinestone, basically. I also, it's just I went on her, in, big I went on her Instagram today. She didn't even bother to post a pink of this. <laughs> she's like, oh, fuck it. And she's wearing some kind of, like, later years fun Christina Aguilera hair. Yes, I did like her hair. And then that very, the, 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 the nail in the coffin was definitely that. That beak. Okay, Bimini. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how do you feel about this? I I loved it because she was doing something different to everyone else. It was very high fashion. Mm. Yeah, I didn't have a clue what it looked like or what it was, what it was at first. But but I didn't really mind. Uh, yeah, and I think that it actually. Oh God, it's really hard to separate my own love for Bimini from the truth. So mm-hmm. I feel like her explanation, I bought it. So I was like, yeah, she's an amoeba. And then it's like, and even later they were like, oh, you know, when you have to explain it, maybe it's not. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care. It just seeing all of that. Yeah. It was basically like bone this, bone that, Flintstones this, Flintstones that, and then her. Exactly. And she just was her own beautiful entity. So talking of bone this, bone that, Flintstones this, Flintstones that, out comes Lawrence. Ooh. This was not, this was maybe Lawrence's worst look today. Agreed. Yeah. It was very much like I've just been to, oh my God, there is a, wait a minute. There is a fabric store, a famous fabric store in Glasgow. You would always go to for an art project. Oh my God. I've forgotten his name. It's, but it's this, it's that. Like, scripts and scraps. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's, I mean, she's wearing like a, a curvaceous one armed. Yeah. Flintstones at brunch. Yeah. Look. It's very much like, or, it, or actually, I felt like, I felt like Sister was Flintstones at brunch, and I felt like Lawrence was, if Betty and Wilma went to like a, a gala, like a Flintstones <laughs> gala, you'd have seen Lawrence in the background. I'm trying to find that fabric shop in Glasgow. Mandor's, <laughs> Mandor's fabric. Oh, you'd go there to get some bits and bobs. Mm. 
some haberdashery maybe oh yeah mm. yeah poor lawrence this was not this was not great mm. she had blackened teeth though sure <laughs> yeah but am i meant to am i meant to be sold on that okay then we had uh ellie diamond yes ellie diamond again it was another very literal look mm. Was it Pebbles or Bam Bam? Which is the one? Pebbles. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, again, it looks like someone's gone and... Look, all these queens are far more talented than me. But it does look like she's gone to Mandor's and got some fabric and just, like, cut it and then yeah. stapled it to a band around her, around her dress. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not really into it. But, yeah. You know. Now oh. let's talk about the critiques. Okay. Oh, Ellie and Sister Sister safe. Let me just think about that. I think that Ellie, in my head, Ellie was in a bit more trouble than I than than I was saw on there. I think Sister did a did a pretty solid job in Snatch Game, and then her runway was she was very much safe in both of those respects. Yeah, I feel like Ellie was less safe during Snatch Game, but maybe that's my own prejudice against Little Britain. Not Ellie. Yeah. Meanwhile, with a horror, um, <sighs> so a horror dresses Louis Spence in Snatch Game. Michelle said it was a huge risk, and not sure it was a big enough payoff. I disagree. Disagree. Completely disagree. Completely paid off. I think, particularly for a horror, yeah. she really went. Imagine for if it. she'd stepped out of her comfort yeah. zone. Imagine if she'd done like big glam character. That would have been her like endless critique. Was like, oh, you you still you're still too afraid to look like this. You still try to cling on to being pretty. It's like no, she did a great. She did a great job. I'm, I no reject Michelle Face's opinion. Reject. Hmm. Um. Alan makes the joke that it was a weird choice. Alan doesn't like overly camp men on the telly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, wait, what was Jesse saying? What was Jesse Ware saying? She was nervous for a horror. Yeah, she said, like I think she said she was nervous seeing that she did Louis Spence the oh, character. Oh, I see. I but see. I she's see. like, oh, you managed it fine. Yeah. Okay. Next up was Tace. Um, so Tace was um, the character from um, Kevin Kim. Kevin look at Kim. me! Look at me! Look at me! Kimmy! Look at me! Look at me! Unusual! Look at me! Kimmy! What are you? Lo- yeah. Um, <laughs> Must switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Alan said that Tace knew the character inside out and got it right. Thing is, I just feel like Tace was just delivering lines from the show rather than taking lines from the character and, and creating a whole new the, thing. Yeah. Um, I also felt like she did, like. It was like fifty percent, fifty percent what of like push as the character. Do you know what I mean? It was like quite restrained in a weird way, and it just wasn't big. Yeah, it was. It was good. Mm. Meanwhile, um, Alan thought that Tace's runway look was so much Diana Ross going mental in the Safari Park gift shop. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. I wonder if my look again. This is problem. Well, not problematic, but I would have wanted to reference um, Tina Turner in Mad Max. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of my faves. Mm. Anyway, um, Jessie Ware said that taste got better and better in Snatch Game. Did she? Okay, disagree. Um, Michelle said the Rami look was fantastic. Agree. Completely agree. Different from every everybody else. Agree. It was it far yeah. more elevated than the the fabric. Yeah, from the fabric. Shot. I think she looked like a US queen. In that runway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, Rue said, fantastic outfit, but we can see the pads through your stockings. I didn't see those. No, even when they zoomed in, I couldn't see it. 
Hmm. Yeah. Seems different in the room, apparently. Right, what was going on with Tia Coffee? Oh, dear, my girl. So Michelle Face says, uh, you know, the Eddie Murphy bit was a bit too repetitive. Fair. I can see improvement on the runway. You know, happy to see a bit of her body. But she's still, yeah, she kind of says later on, she's still trying to figure out who she is. And, you know, she's hiding behind the comedy and not. She's she's basically saying, like, they all kind of say this. Like, Alan says, Alan says, oh, I felt sorry for you in the Snatch Game because of the, the Mel B kind of uh bow selector comparison yeah, so, so just, that's just to explain yeah. that so in the uk there was this show called bow selector and this character did this comedian did very huge over-the-top kind of avant-garde impressions of people such as mel b yeah so there's a very famous mel b impression in the uk that's that's it's very famous but also very big in the way he does it yeah and it's it's become he's he's he does impressions in a way where the impressions become are completely different from the person but become bigger than the actual celebrity themselves it's yeah. so strange isn't it and melby is such a with him it's just like everyone does it even if you try and do a melby impression so many people will slide into the the bow selector impression yeah. by accident so it's hard to top that really yeah and then he said, Dino the depressed dinosaur on the runway <laughs> and said that the hat looked a bit pigeony, <laughs> which I have to, which I have to agree with, even it though Tia's the gal. It did. Um, and then Rue clearly loves Tia because she should be still just furious at her at this point, but she kind of just like, she's just like, cause um, Tia starts crying and saying, I've let you down. And she's just like, don't be so hard on yourself. And then she's, she, this is funny where she's just like, She's like, you can wear anything, you bitch. Are you cinched? And then Tia's just like, no, I just have like a really fat ass. <laughs> and yeah, they, they talk about it later, just about how Tia just has no idea about her potential. And it's true. She's one of many queens on this show that's that's come through like Alyssa Edwards and like Heidi in Closet, just like stars. And they don't have to win the show, but they are stars. They're Very the fun. ones that everyone's going to remember from that season. Did you see Tia released a single today? I did, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. And also, did you see on her Instagram? Uh, let me what? read you. Let me read you this oh. little number. <clears throat> We're going to the socials, listeners. Hold on. Going to the socials. So on the so she she posted about that song, saying like it's available on the streaming platforms. Uh, top comment: Tia Maori from Tia and Tamara. What? Hey, hey, my darling queen. A little birdie told me you named yourself after me. Wanted to say hello and encourage you to continue to reach for the stars. Uh, smiley face, heart emoji. That was so sweet. That really, like, warmed my heart when I saw that. Meanwhile, did Tia Maori comment at Sister Sisters? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Bimini. Bimini. There's not a lot to say here because they all just loved her. You know, I think one of the main... They all loved her, thought she was amazing in Snatch Game, liked her outfit. This Alan said, didn't realise it was an amoeba. But hats off for doing something different. Good for you, love. Uh, loved her in Snatch <laughs> Go for Game. you, love. Uh, Rue said that the runway, as you kind of mentioned, was editorial. Yeah. It's very high fashion. Lovely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all just, just great. Yeah, she she really had, like, a fucking fantastic week. It was just... And in a week where I could feel my girl Tia slipping down, it was nice to know my other favourite, Bimini, was rising, you know? Mm-hmm. Talking of faves, my fave, Lawrence... Michelle said that... Wait, what did Michelle say? That the character was too smart for Snatch Game? Or she was she, being too smart for Snatch Game? She said the character game? choice was too smart for some, for Snatch Game. As in, I think she's kind of saying that that maybe Miriam Mar- Margulies is someone who people don't know 
but she also so she's yeah i don't know like it's, it's like she could have done anything with it but she still stuck too much to the truth mm. i don't know she overthought it i think yeah 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 alan said it was frustrating to watch lawrence and snatch game yeah. I, I, we all felt that lawrence did too um it, i thought what jesse said here was key yeah this was jesse's first time seeing any of these queens yeah so clearly saw snatch game wasn't that impressed and then or was like ambivalent but then got to hear and see lawrence's personality yeah. on the runway particularly at this exact moment where they're just excuse me just chatting away and yeah saying, it's, it's weird it's weird to think of that isn't it when you see the guest judges and they're kind of like you're like oh they're yeah, going blind like, you literally have blind. no idea who these people yeah. are and so, we have these like insane allegiances to them so jesse's saying oh i'm glad i got to kind of know you here yeah. because your personality is great um what what was going on with rue here what was rue asking lawrence Oh yeah, so she's she's kind of just like, oh, you know, you're great, you know, you're such, you're you're you've got you've really got it, and then she's like, you know, have you always been like this? Like, what what age did like people you know really tell you you were like a fun firecracker? And then Lawrence just starts crying. And yeah, she's just like, well, Lawrence knows that she hasn't had a great week, yeah. and it is that classic story of not to take away from it, but that classic story of. Well, I kind of used humor as protection yeah. growing up, and also this is where Rue did another one of her like. <laughs> What are the tears for? Because yeah. <laughs> they feed my soul. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, backstage, the safe queens are having a kiki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't really much happening here. There's just a very strange moment where they're like, oh, you know, we're relieved we survived the challenge, sister and Ellie. And then sisters, they're like, oh, what should we do now? And sister's like, let's bonk. <laughs> and Bree's written on our notes, what? Bonk is fuck. Bonk is to fuck. To fuck. <laughs> But I feel like bonk is much more fun. Like fucks very like real in real yeah. sex. Bonk's like bonk's like snog. Yeah, like if you bonk someone, you probably just like I don't know. It just doesn't. It's not full penetration. It, this this reminds me. I forgot <laughs> to say in Snatch Game when someone said the phrase "toss off." Oh, oh yeah, we that we, great we, moment when someone said "toss Bellin. off" and uh, uh, was like, "What's that?" And just very GC's finest moment, just very flatly went wank. It's a wank. <laughs> and like Bellend as well. And like, Rue's like, what's Bellend? It's like, it's the end, the end that looks like a bell. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> Bellend is a really good insult, isn't it? Bellend. Such a fucking Bellend. Bellend. Shut up, you Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they all trot backstage. Tia's upset. Trot, trot, She's trot, in the trot. bottom again. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, there's that weird moment where Taste was just like, oh, tears in the bottom again in her interview. And she's like, I'll help you pack your stuff. It's like, oh, that was a weird moment. (laughs) But I like Taste so much. I can't like, I can't be angry at her. She's, she makes me laugh. That also just felt like the producer saying, okay, no, Taste, just say something fun about her going. Just imagine something fun. Yeah. Well, Taste is a real go-to for those interviews, isn't she? The way she's, the way that, like, that jacket is like zipped open and she's always just like... Oh, let me tell you. She's just like, yeah, she's great. Anyway, so Lawrence, Lawrence kind of breaks down again and she's kind of saying it's just so terrible when you know that it, it's basically the expectation is what is getting to her. She knew that this was meant to be her week and she knew she fucked it up. So she's, she's sad about that. Hmm. And Horace just like, ugh, it's not all about you. Give us some airtime. It's like, ooh, okay. 
I love Ahura. I, 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 something happened in that week. That week where she made up with Tia really like changed Ahura's opinion in my mind. And now, even though she's saying something quite mean about Lawrence, I'm like, yeah, Ahura's right. Yeah. Lawrence should give her some airtime. Team Ahura. But Lawrence, the way it's edited, it's not like Lawrence is constantly talking. That's no, why I don't understand. No, it's weird. Okay. Oh, and there's so. just a little bit of chat about how Ahura, Ahura, there's a little concern she might be in the bottom, but she can't lip sync in her outfit. It's all oh, yes. made of her 3D printed bones. <laughs> yeah, and then Sister has that that moment in her confession where she says, like, well, Ahura can't lip sync in the outfit, but just it shouldn't have been shit in the first place. <laughs> that did make me laugh. <laughs> so they trot back outstage. <laughs> so much trotting. So much trotting. <laughs> Um, Tace and Ahura are safe. Fair. Yep. Fair. fair. Completely fair. And then Bimani Bon Bulash is awarded a Rue Peter badge. I mean, fair. She, yeah, she should have been given like five. Yeah. <laughs> it was really like a stunning week for her. So that meant in the bottom two, Tia Coffee is going to go up against Lawrence. Tia, this is her third time in the bottom. Oh. I mean, go look. Going into this, I knew. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. T- the Tia's third time and Lawrence is so good. Yeah, it was it, it was it was fine. It was, I, I'd accepted the fate by this point. After I saw that pterodactyl outfit, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. Fine. What, now the song choice, Pfft, not a clue. I, why didn't they do like the B fifty twos Love Shack? Because I always think of that. Remember they released yeah. that again for the, the Flintstones yeah. movie, or <laughs> or like I don't know. I'm trying to think of other prehistoric songs. Uh, um, <laughs> Rock Steady by All Saints. Remember their comeback song? It wasn't prehistoric. Rock Steady. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Is there anything else? <laughs> Flintstones. <laughs> We're the Flintstones. <laughs> We're the modern Stone Age family. family. <laughs> uh, qu- Queens that. of the Stone Age. <laughs> oh, God. It's just too grown up for me. <laughs> so how did you feel about this lip sync? Um, it felt pretty, it felt like Tia definitely saw the writing on the wall here and kind of, it's not, I'm not saying, she, she, I felt like they both put a lot of big effort into it, but maybe it's just the way it was shot as well. There was so much more Lawrence than Tia, I think. Lawrence was, Lawrence went super intense, Mm. which I really appreciated. Like still doing comedy and stuff, but was like, I'm fucking doing this. In fact, just before she started, she went, here we, here we. Here we fucking go. Yeah. Do you notice that? That's a real classic, like... Scary Scottish person thing to do. Yeah, that, yeah. it's a bit football match. Yeah. But it's also a bit like, if you're... Right, if you went to the Unders nightclub. Okay. Okay, so tell the me unders, the name of it. Okay. Tell me the name of it. Unders nightclub, to explain to America's listeners, so you can drink and go to nightclubs when you're 18 in the UK. So the Unders was the... If you're under 18, you go to the Unders night, you can't drink there. But it's like the nightclub between like 6 and 9pm before mm. the main club starts. So you're going to go for Unders. You're going to go to Unders tonight. And you go to an Unders night, and you might get in there, and they might be playing a song, and then someone might... Just start out a cheer, and you might go, Here we, here we, oh, let's join, I'll join him, I'll join in. Everyone goes, Here we, here we, here we fucking go. Oh my god. Don't call me hey, baby. You know I don't belong to you. Oh, that was. And then someone might go, Oh, that noise. You know how much I hate that noise. Oh my god, it makes me cringe and die. Also, now that we're old, 
the hours of an under nightclub sounds <laughs> delicious to me. What, six, six till nine? nine? Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> if I could finish work, pop to a, like a club, dance from six till nine to like music that I like. Oh my God. Then at night, like 9.30, be like already in an Uber home. That is I would dream. do that on like a Tuesday night. Like yeah, after 100%. work. Go for a drink and a little dance. Yeah. We should do the six till nine club. The six till nine. Oh. Club 69. There you go. So what's happening? Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And so basically they do the lip sync and Lawrence is told Shantae you stay and tear coffee. My girl is told to sashay away. I felt like Rue really loves tear coffee. Mm-hmm. You can tell when Rue says goodbye to some queen sometimes that she doesn't give a fuck. And you can really tell who she like feels super invested in and you could tell she felt sad to say goodbye to Tia. I also just want to give a shout out to one of Lawrence's dance moves. Okay. Which is like the crazy head. You know when like a song has like the word crazy in it and someone like puts a hand up on either side of their head and they kind of shake it and they go yeah. crazy. Did that move. <laughs> Love that move. Um I agree. I think I think um I think the right gal goes home. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Rue loves them both. Um, it just kind of sucks that you've got people like sister, sister still in the competition and you've got these two personalities in the bottom two. Yeah, it definitely feels like it was the, 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 deck was stacked in a slightly strange way, but you also, that's the thing with this show though. It's just not, it's not, it's a TV show as well. So like that also plays a huge part in it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, babe. <laughs> I completely, I, it's like I was about to say something else and I just completely stopped and stared into space. Oh, what did Tia say when she left? Well, first of all, she stage. just said, are you sure? <laughs> She's oh, like, yeah. are you sure you want to send me home? And they all laughed. And then she just said, don't shed a tear. I guess Rue just ordered her coffee to go and then like stomped out of the set. I was, it was, I felt like she had one of those, a very dignified exit on Drag Race, even though that her head kept falling off, even when she was saying goodbye to the, the camera right at the end, her stupid pterodactyl head fell off. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of girls, some girls get really bitter exits and some girls get kind of sad ones. I felt like she got one of the like triumphant exits. Yeah, it for was, sure. it was a bit of, it was a relief for everyone in many ways. Absolutely. As, as a, as a tear coffee stan, as they say, mm-hmm. I was relieved because I just didn't want to see her going through any more of this shit. I know. It's like, she's a star. She's great. Everyone loves her. She can just leave and let the rest of them just, you know, fight for the scraps of the crown while she ascends to stardom, you know? Yeah. Oh, and that was that, babes. Fucking hell. What do we have coming up next week? Did you Do you remember what the teaser showed? I don't have any clue. I did watch it, and I can't remember it. That's how excited we were. That's how exhausted we were at the end of this yeah, episode. Yeah, I just, like, I felt like I went... Uh, yeah hang on what is it oh i know what it is next week oh god as soon as i saw this challenge i was like oh no fraser's gonna hate this it's some sort of like lockdown look challenge oh where they have to like take lots of like items from the house and create like a lockdown look yeah i saw lots of um like brillo pad scrubbers (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm not i'm the lockdown of it you're correct i don't like but i do like a um unconventional materials design challenge so i am i am interested in the the look of it all and i do like i love design challenges on drag race so i'm excited about that and you're you're correct i could do without the lockdown element but this is the times we live in got to accept the truth you know this is it you know turns out no one likes that pandemic (laughs) 
Uh, but wait, and also a queen makes an appearance. A queen, I don't know who it is. Oh, yeah, Raven. Yeah, talk me about, tell me about Raven. Raven is a season two queen. Oh, wow. Season two? Like a fan fave? Yeah, she's... And she's, it's not Raven Simone? No. Okay. Ra- Raven is like Drag Race legacy royalty. Um, mm. But basically, yeah, she did... She's season two, and then she did All Stars 1. She came second in both of them. And also, the, re- the one of the reasons that she's able to do that is that uh, she is uh, basically... She's RuPaul's makeup artist now. So oh. I, 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 I like, can't remember exactly how many years she's ago. In the, but she's in her bubble. Yeah, she took over from RuPaul's like long-term makeup artist, and now Raven is her makeup artist and does and has been doing it for the past few years. So that's why she kind of crops up whenever Ru's there as well. Got it. I love Raven. Also, she's great. there's this celebrity. I'm just going to show you a picture. This celebrity who appears next week. Who's that? I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. British celeb coming up that we might not know to get excited about that. She looks beautiful, so I'm guessing she's a model. Yeah. Who I don't know. We've already had Jordan Dunn, haven't we? We have had Jordan Dunn in that... Jordan... Jordan... Jordan Duhoon <laughs> in, her, uh, in her kind of odd craft project kind of lollipop... Skeletal. Lolli- lollipop stick skeletal That's right. That's right. structure. So overall... Good episode. I'm sure you're happy to get Snatch Game done and behind you. Yeah, uh, it's it's something I dread and I know I have to get out of the way, so I'm glad it happened. And okay. I'm actually really glad that Bimini was the person to rise the most out of this whole thing because I love her with all of my heart. Yeah. My great Yarmouth gal. Still think Lawrence is going to win, I have to say. Yeah. Let, let's just do, just real quick. You can choose to cut this if you want, Brie. Let, real quick, what's your top three prediction? Oh, this is fun. Because we're getting down to it. We've only exactly. got a few episodes left, haven't we? Yeah. Okay. I think Lawrence. Yep, agreed. I think Bimini. Agreed. Now, the third, this is the... This the is third the, one's tough. I think... Because it's, it's either taste or a horror. I think it's taste. I think it's taste as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, we'll we'll return to these predictions when we get to the final three, if we're correct. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Free Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an afterthought media podcast. <laughs>